0: Welcome to the One More Rep Podcast, where we take you beyond the barbell. I'm your host, Modingo, and across from me with a nice full belly after we had some delicious food is Brody. What's up?
1: Hey, man. I'm freaking... I'm excited I got food in my stomach. Just don't fall asleep. No. Maybe I'll know what a window is this time. <laughs> Last time I was on food deprivation and I I was listening to myself. I'm like, who is this guy? He's, <laughs> is he having a stroke? <laughs> this though, guy sounds under duress. Yeah. Food will do that to me. Yeah.
0: As always, thank you for all the comments and follows, likes, listens, shares, all that good stuff. And as always, keep those comments coming because you guys are really changing the direction that this show is taking in terms of the episodes and the content, and the things you would like to hear about. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And speaking of which, this is one of the, probably the second most requested. Yeah. Um, Well, let me rephrase that. This is the second thing we got in the inbox, but I think the most requested of all the different Mm -hmm. offerings that people have thrown at us. And today we're going to talk about how to train through injuries. Right. Right. Pretty big deal. Yeah, pretty pertinent. I'd argue to say that almost everybody listening has been injured in one way, shape, or form. Yes. So today we're just going to chat a little bit about things you can do to try and help yourself get through those injuries. Some of the mistakes that we make as athletes, uh, how you as a trainer or you, you know, coaching yourself can help avert making these injuries worse. And just some of the uh, mentality that you need to identify and be mindful of while you're dealing with these injuries. All right. So
1: we've all been there, bro. Yeah. Been there uh, a couple of times, nothing catastrophic. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that's the way most, you know, quote injuries go. We're not talking about, um, complete torn labrums, mm-hmm. right. Or, um, broken necks or things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's the the small stuff, you know, tendonitis, tendinosis, um, just just your average joint pain yeah it's just you catch something wrong it you know you get or get, you sacrifice speed for technique yeah. yeah which can happen you know we try to control that as much as possible um, there's a time and point for that um, but i i say a lot of our stuff is you just catch something wrong your you shoulder goes soft or you get soft in the elbow mm-hmm. you 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 go to lock it out or press it out um, not thinking about it right because you're in a little fatigue state and uh it just something gives you're just out of position and and there you go
0: I think, if I remember correctly, you said one of your worst injuries mm-hmm. was demonstrating like a hang clean.
1: At 75 pounds, yeah.
0: Yeah, with 75 pounds. Which is
1: ridiculous, right? Because
0: it's... I'm sure in your mind, you weren't even thinking about the fact that you were doing a movement. You were just like, let me just show them how to do this. Maybe you didn't take the proper precautions that you normally would if it was 275 pounds.
1: Right. And the, yeah, it was just a hang power clean at 75. It was it was a preloaded barbell and I just kind of demoed it. And when I, w- when I went over to, for the second a portion of the pool um to the top of the knee and i came right back up and man it just my back went and it just, caught it just right mm-hmm. and it was about what was it so one two four years ago yeah right, around right before we opened uh we had competed we were competing in the arnold the same week mm. and i uh the, the bad when, things always happen to seem to happen to you
0: around the arnold dude because last year you had pneumonia or bronchitis right yeah
1: severe like stage five bronchitis, <laughs> if there's such a thing.
0: So if you guys aren't familiar, the Arnold, it's a huge fitness expo. It takes place uh, multiple occasions throughout the world. Mm-hmm. Um, it just so happens the first week of March in 2018 is when the Arnold is taking place in Columbus. Now, and we Aaron Gennetti talked about it a little bit in his episode, where basically every sport on the planet is covered in one way, shape, or form.
1: Unless it requires a a. Like a ski slope or... A oh, well, yeah. Yeah. But we just had the Winter Olympics, so that's all yeah, good. Yeah, we don't need that. <laughs> uh, what's up, curling champions? <laughs> yeah. say
0: USA, baby. Yeah, curling and what, the team cross country? Yeah. First medal
1: ever. Woo! Yeah. Get some, America. <laughs> back on topic.
0: but Back on topic. So, yeah you know, they have all the sports there, and uh, Aaron throws a CrossFit uh, competition portion to that.
1: The biggest. Yeah. Uh, I would say it's the biggest anywhere in Ohio that I know of, mm-hmm. and maybe even outside of Ohio, uh, what's he have this year? It's um, it's like 390 athletes. Yeah, about 400 athletes, yeah. and he could do more, but mm-hmm. he only does that because he wants ma- to maintain quality. Maintain quality. I think first year, or first two years he did. He was running ten lane heats. Mm. First three years, I that's think. a lot of resources, a lot of judges. Yeah, I think is what you find out. But yeah, it's coming up.
0: But shameless plug. I'll be announcing the online portion of that. So yeah, it's gonna be sick. <laughs> you know, anyway, you- <laughs> back to the subject of training through injury. So. We've all been there. How do we do it? How, how do we smartly, effectively train through injury?
1: Right. I think you know. First, you have to realize that you are injured. I mean, I'm not saying it. Of course, you know you're injured. I'm saying you have to bring to light that. Okay, hey, this doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. All right, I maybe tweaked it. Is a, a common word I hear. Yesterday, mm-hmm. I, I tweaked my arm yesterday. You come in the next day to work out, and let's say we have some sort of a press, right? And you're like out. Oh, that hurts. Like mm-hmm. it's pinching, right? And so once you diagnose that and say, "Hey, I there's something not right," you, you crossfitters are pretty much we're pretty in tune to our bodies. Mm-hmm. What feels good and what feel what doesn't feel good. It, the first thing you need to do is tell your trainer. That's mm-hmm. I'd say the biggest mistake is whoever's coaching that day. You know, let them know even before the workout. Hey, when I do this, it hurts here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, once that happens, now your trainer can say, all right, well, we have some overhead stuff. Let's try some mobility stretching, see if we can get to loosen up mm-hmm. and then check it right before we start. And
0: I'd argue that a lot of us as coaches and trainers, if you've been doing it for a little bit that you kind of notice when your athletes aren't moving, right?
1: Just going to say that. Yeah. And a
0: prime example is last night, uh, one of my newer athletes, we were doing cleaning jerks, you know, really light, just working your way up to. To a heavy weight to do for for an Imam, and I just looked at her face and I was like, "What's wrong?" Yeah, and she said, "Well, I, I pushed myself a little bit hard during the community workout this weekend." I was like, "Well, oh, where does it hurt?" And she's like, "My back." Okay, well, first off, we're taking a bunch of this weight off, and she's like, "But I don't want to go down." Okay. <laughs> I'm the trainer. (laughs) I'm the trainer. Look, I'm the trainer. (laughs) See my certificate. (laughs) See my stopwatch. And she just (laughs) sort of looked at me and and she had that look of uh, disappointment. Yeah. And kind of uh, she was upset that she wasn't able to lift as much weight. I'm like, no, let's not make it any worse. Let's not get you more injured. So we're taking this weight off. Yeah. And I think by me being the trainer, giving her that out, it didn't make her feel bad about the fact that she was dropping weight.
1: Yeah. And I think what you hit on was, you know, if you don't tell us before the freaking workout, we're going to see it in the warm-up or we're going to see it when we first start loading. And then for me, that, that puts me behind the eight balls, a a coach or a trainer that day. It's not that I can't get a good transitional um, modification to take that out. But if I know ahead of time, I can prepare differently. Like if I know your shoulder, I just, let's suppose it's not going to loosen up. Mm -hmm. I already have two or three modifications if to get something out of it, I'm trying to get it shoulder related. If if I if the if the purpose of today's shoulder overhead was say a lighter barbell movement mm-hmm. and just to get some sort of lactic buildup and just get some fatigue in the muscle, mm-hmm. you know, I can go with something. Maybe we will go with double wonders. I'm not going to go to a damn air squat for a shoulder movement. <laughs> you know what I mean? So okay. some people, you know, some people make that mistake because we're all quick. Uh, modification they do something it has no effect that can transfer to what the actual integri- what the integrity of the workout doesn't is. generate the same stimulus yeah we need the same stimulus and and so if I know ahead of time, I can start thinking. Ah, no, that's bad. Or okay, I'm going to go with this one. I'm going to get. It's not and not perfect, mm-hmm. but it's close enough that I can do without uh, getting and, putting him in a bad position and prevent you from getting more injured. Yeah, because you know we're, we were in class. We know we as CrossFitters we want to continue to work out. Right. Mm-hmm. So my arm doesn't work, but I still want to work out. Okay, cool. We're going to get you that workout today, and then after class. Um, Or the next day, what I usually do is both, uh, say, after class, we'll look at it a little bit. Or next day, come in a little bit early, let me kind of dig into the problem, and let's see if it's something that we can treat. Because most honestly, from my experience, and I would say I'm pretty in-depth into the mobility um, uh, and structural situation of of people's bodies, 90% uh, of the injuries are the same. Okay, CrossFitters, you know, bicep Front part of the shoulder, mm-hmm. right? So if they go to the top front part of the shoulder, on bicep. If it's the top of the shoulder, I'm going to look at trapped and delt. Just certain things like that, front of the knee on the patella tendon, mm-hmm. I know it's going to be a quad related. If it's on the inside, it's the adductor, mm-hmm. right? Because trying to push your knee out, but you can't. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if it's on the outside of the, the leg, I know it's going to be a quad wrapped in that ties into the IT band. So I know these things, and a lot of times that's what we see. What I just listed off is t- probably some of your top five common things that happen things that you've encountered on a
0: routine basis yeah
1: so it's sometimes we can clean that shit up pretty quickly Mm -hmm. um get them right back on track and maybe one or two days of some mobility stretching get them right back onto the horse
0: okay awesome all right so the next step and i'm sure you see this all the time just like i told you with my athlete a few days ago what are some of the common mistakes that you see
1: well i let's go with what i don't see and that is uh i don't see them catch it wrong Okay, so let's say they hit a clean or a snatch and they catch it wrong like we had talked about earlier. Um, I don't see it. Okay, maybe I was making a cue, giving someone a cue, and I just didn't see it. Mm -hmm. That's the one that kind of scares me because they they may just keep pushing through it. Okay. Right? So I think the biggest mistake is athletes, um, they're in the middle of it. They catch something wrong. It just kind of feels funky, but their adrenaline's gone. You know, they're almost done with the workout, and they just kind of push through it. Mm -hmm that's the biggest mistake I see because that's what's going to lead to maybe a, a more prolonged injury instead of like, okay, that was wrong. I felt it. Mm-hmm. I definitely caught something different. I'm um, saying, hey, uh, hey, Brody, I just caught something wrong. You know, Can I get a quick modification for this? Just, mm-hmm. I'm not sure what happened. Yeah, instead of, okay, yeah, totally like in the heat of the moment, you just, just want to push, push through, through and finish. And that's, I'd say as CrossFitters, it's, it's a good thing and a bad thing because we have to push through the suck but we don't want to push through my shoulder. You know, it went in and out of socket. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like we saw a few weeks ago. Right. You you don't want to push through that because you don't know what the hell just happened inside of that socket or, and that's a pretty devastating injury, but just whatever it may be, I would say is an athlete. Don't push through it. Just say, Hey, you know, maybe stop it. Worst case scenario, you stop your damn workout. It's only, you have a minute left, mm-hmm. like, and you're in an AMRAP. Does it really matter? Like, Watch your body because I think the biggest mistake is when people do push through it. Now they're they could be out a week.
0: Yeah. And one thing I pretty routinely tell my athletes when I see them getting into that pain cave, I, I tell them that it's okay to be uncomfortable, it's but do not push through pain. There's a huge difference.
1: Yeah. If you get that stabbing pain, that's that's pretty bad. You know, it's it's going to hurt a little bit no matter what you're doing the, the burn muscle burn or whatever and I would say another big mistake too is when you don't say anything at all okay let's say let's say you do catch a snatch wrong or clean wrong and uh, you kind of that you just finish out that last minute okay mm-hmm. and let's say for the next let's say for the next week it's just kind of bothering you but it's it's not hurting too much mm-hmm. here's here's the bad part about that when I see people do that and it's hurting. Uh, they've hurt their, themselves, well, your body actually will start manipulating itself in a different way. So now the injury is actually going to start creeping to other areas of your mm-hmm. body because your body's adjusting to get away from it, right? Mm-hmm. We usually see this in a hip or a, a knee, right? If your knee hurts, you see them shifting in there. You squat. start compensating. You start compensating on one side. Now you're overloading that side. So now what do we have? We have an overuse of a, um, a hip on the left side when the injury was on the right. Mm-hmm. So now the left side gets out of whack because now you're using maybe 70 or 80% of your body weight and driving through the one leg and not the other. So, um, I think that's another huge mistake people make is just, just kind of putting it on the back burner, thinking it's going to go away. And then Next thing you know, yeah, it's not hurting because you're not using it, but you're now you're now your left knee's hurting, not your right. Do
0: you think that sometimes athletes don't realize that they're injured, especially newer ones that have come from a non-athletic background?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's very very that's a very good point. They may not realize it. I think that's I take it. I don't say every gym has to do it. We 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 talk about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um we talk about first like we in our training course day 1. It, we we go over a list of things. We literally talk about this, the exact same thing. We talk about the difference between being hurt and injured mm-hmm. and what what their, what lactic acid or muscle fatigue feels like. We talk about stabbing, piercing, you know, really painful pinpoint things compared to a dull, achy, mm-hmm. like a lower back or whatever you get, just like my biceps are right now mm-hmm. <laughs> from uh, <laughs> in the last couple of days. But um, we kind of talk about that and I, I think that's a pretty good direction. If you if you give your members knowledge, um, they're going to they're gonna use it. And it's actually going to maybe open them up to start exploring a little bit on their own as well. So as in your new training course, then
0: what are some of the things that you tell them to be mindful of in terms of injury?
1: Well, I don't talk about specific injury. I just talk about um, kind of what to expect when starting CrossFit, you know. So what do you expect? You know, uh, the people who are joining our gym, they've been now, say they've tried our class out, you know, three, six, seven times. I don't, whatever it is. Um, once they've, once they've, they kind of get an experience of what their body feels like. Let's say they came back from a non hit background and, um, (laughs) the first couple of days are pretty rough for them, right? Their bodies are kind of beat up and they're not really used to this entire body soreness. Um, especially if you're a male because they're used to just isolating things if they're in the gym Mm -hmm. women tend to they say they're a runner you just don't feel the upper body for them Mm -hmm. so we don't talk about um we talk about how um not a specific thing but just kind of what to look for and when to talk to your trainer and never hesitate to tell your trainer Mm -hmm. and like we talked stabbing piercing sharp pains that aren't dull and achy which we tend to get the dull and achy stuff either um you know, we get that on your lower back and some mm-hmm. of the workouts we get um, or the next day, typically.
0: And I remember when I first started uh, becoming a CrossFit athlete, being uncomfortable in ways that I never experienced before in my life. And, you know, I played volleyball, wrestler, football, basketball. So I had a wide range of athletic experience. Mm-hmm. But the pain, well, it was discomfort. It wasn't really pain. But the amount of discomfort I experienced was far worse than anything I'd ever Experience before
1: and i think that what you just said is where we have to get our n- newer athletes what is discomfort and what's pain right because it's we're going to be uncomfortable right? mm-hmm. we're doing stuff that is let's face it when you first start out for the first even the first year you're really learning a lot of the elements where you don't have, you can shut your mind off mm-hmm. and you start learning how to do them without thinking right mm-hmm. which is what we see newer athletes struggle with but learning what discomfort is and what pain is we have to have a barrier there and um I, it just comes with, I guess, I don't know, awareness. You know? Mm-hmm. We got to create awareness for our members.
0: And you have to, I'd argue, as a newer athlete, you have to experience that discomfort mm-hmm. to be able to differentiate what pain actually is. Right. I mean, not like in a drill sergeant type <laughs> aspect. But again, like I said, I was very unhappy. I, couldn't, <laughs> I I couldn't lift my hands over my head to wash my hair. I had to roll out of bed because I couldn't stand up
1: knowing the difference between is that's pretty critical what you said. And, um, and then being feeling confident to be able to go to your trainer. Sometimes new members, especially newer members, there's very, very, um, reserved. Okay. It's Mm -hmm. a lot of new shits going on. Like a lot of moving parts could be the first time they've ever worked out in a group. Right. They got girls and guys dropping weights that shaking the floor. Mm -hmm. All right. And they're just doing a barbell Mm -hmm. in their brain. They're not doing anything. And, they get very intimidated to kind of open up and to try to, I think as a trainer and coach um, on our end, we have to create that pathway to them to allow them to be, feel comfortable. Like, Hey, you know, if you ever feel this way, don't ever hesitate. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of like we've talked before in the past, like get that, um, get that, uh, that language going between the athlete and the coach.
0: So I don't think there's anything as a trainer we can do to prevent these things from happening, but when they occur,
1: yeah, what is our role? Our role is, yeah, our role is pretty huge. I think that, uh, not only are we psych- psychologists, we're, we're getting ready to talk about, but, um, making sure that they're staying on top of their, their recovery that's been getting their mm-hmm. whatever's been given to them to recover from this, whether it's, Hey, you know, you make sure we're on our shoulders, whatever, whatever's been given to them, making sure that every day that they come in, they're, they're staying on top of it. And I think, We just hold them accountable so they can treat their injuries, Mm -hmm. right? So because you know how it is. You can't, unless it's uh, you have a law in class, like after you're in between classes, especially for me in the afternoon, I'm really busy. So that's why I have to have people come in before the 3.30 class Mm -hmm. or after the 5.30 p.m. class. Then I can take about 45 minutes with them and we can really dig it out. So unless I have that time, it's more like, okay, this is what I think it is. Let's go ahead and try this. Let's try this for two to three days. If you feel no change, come back to me, okay? Because we've missed it, right? Mm -hmm. And they give them the next thing. Now, as your coach, we want to make sure they're staying on top of that and that we're also relaying, hey, um, Bill... Did something to his shoulder. I think it's this. If you have him in class, watch out. Yeah. Make sure he's staying on top of communicating
0: the, with your coaching team. Right,
1: right. And and I think another we can take that even a step further. Let's say let's say Mo something happens, but he's just not quite sure, and he's a medic. So um, this is a bad example. <laughs> but I'm just saying, if, if Mo sees something and he isn't quite sure what it is, okay. Mm-hmm. Seek out your other trainers because they may have had that experience. Because mm-hmm. you know, I get to see a lot more in the afternoon because I'm exposed to multiple classes. Whereas in a the morning, athletes, yeah, so. in the morning, you know, you you have a smaller amount of athletes, and you may only train that twice a week, mm-hmm. right? So now, my experience is should be greater than the morning class.
0: So, and it's not just the responsibility of the trainer to manage this. No, the athlete has a role in this as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. And I think the things that athletes need to remember, whether you're new or old, is you have to be honest about what's going on. Does it hurt or is it discomfort? And also, when your trainer gives you a recommendation, you need to follow through with that. And if it doesn't work, have that conversation. Hey, I'm doing this and it's getting worse. You know, Or, or if you're not doing it, be honest with your trainer. Say, okay, <laughs> look, I know you told me to do this, but life happened. I haven't been rolling as much as you told me to. Uh, my bad. Mm-hmm. Where, where, where do I... Where, where can I get back on the bus? And I
1: say, no shit. Because <laughs> you know what? I see you still limping in here. I know you ain't been doing what I've been telling you. Uh-huh. So and you're right. This goes so much more than it's a lead the horse to water, you know, thing. Mm-hmm. I can only give you certain information. It's, it's you have to do it. You have and to execute. You have to execute it. Don't come in here dragging your back leg like The Walking Dead <laughs> and be like, bro, what's wrong with my hip? Well, what have you been doing for your hip? Well, you know. Uh, no, I no, don't know. No, that's why I'm asking. No. I see you walking in here. I'm about to put you down because <laughs> you're dragging your leg. So, no, you got to take care of yourself, and you got to apply what they, what they have told you. And if you don't, that's now on you.
0: Mm-hmm. But also, if you haven't or you've done it partially, you need to be honest with your trainer because mm-hmm. otherwise they might prescribe you something that Completely is going to make different. it even worse because you haven't been drilling or doing whatever they asked you to do. And you're like, man, it's not working. Well, let's do this now. And you're, you're you're now paths are crossed and going in different
1: directions. Or worse, we gave them the correct thing to do, but they didn't apply it. Mm-hmm. And they have told us they've done it. Now we're moving on to the next. You're
0: progressing as at, if the athlete at, is healing and it, they're not actually healing. Or
1: not healing. Let's say okay, uh, shoulders, the shoulder is pretty complex mm-hmm. compared to the hip. So there's a lot of things that tie into there. So, you know, I kind of segment it into four little areas. So when I, if I have my, my first, my first part, I think it may be, let's attack that. Okay. Mm-hmm. And if, if after two to three days, you're getting no relief, I'm going to the next section that I believe is tied into the shoulder that could be causing this pain because, you know, it's, it is a very difficult, um, joint, the shoulder is. And, um, but if they didn't apply that first one, right, and I'm just like, I get past it and I'm going to the next, well, we may, we may, I may have been right the first time, but mm-hmm. now I'm going to skip it mm-hmm. and I'm going to the next one. That's not going to work because no. it's not it. Then I go to the next one. That's not going to work, right? And then we go to the last one, like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I have
0: no idea what's wrong. I've done everything. Yeah, that, you and, know, I've, I've, I've dished out everything in my
1: arsenal. You yeah. know, and then you got, did you do everything you were supposed right. to do? And, and that's what it will circle <laughs> right back to that. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I have now this has now been two weeks, yeah, right? and now you we could have handled this like two weeks ago, yeah, and because you weren't communicating to me, it, you're right that's that's pretty big.
0: So again, we talk a lot about mentality, and that was one of the first things we talked about in that very first episode. but with injury specifically and speaking from personal experience, I was very down. Because yeah. I couldn't train the way I wanted to. <laughs> I couldn't lift as much weight. I couldn't do as many reps. I couldn't work out as hard or as long because I was in pain. Mm-hmm. I had a partially torn MCL. you know. And after going in for a few days, what, you know, I immediately retreated. And I was like, well, I can't do anything. So why even bother showing up? And I didn't for a few days because I was feeling sorry for myself.
1: Yeah, poor, I Mo. Didn't,
0: yeah, poor Mo. I didn't think about the things that I could be working on. Well, maybe I can do a lighter squat. Or maybe I can squat to a box, to a box. Yep. Or, or upper body, or maybe I can work on my preacher curls, <laughs> or or my pull-ups, yeah. or something like that. I didn't think of, I didn't take in consideration the opportunities I had to work in other areas. I was just more I can't work out to the full extent
1: of the workout, yep. well, and, was, and therefore uh, I'm sad. Yeah. So, the psychology side of it, man. Yeah. That's it. You know, I get I I see it. You know, what pisses me off? Everybody <laughs> says CrossFit is so dangerous, and you you always get injured. It do, injury does happen mm-hmm. right i talk about it. i don't it's it's not something i'm we we do dynamic things on a daily basis mm-hmm. and it just so happens that you do catch things wrong mm-hmm. i do everybody does it now what can we do after right we just talked about that but how do we handle it mentally i think this is the the side that people were really the most interested in because they get discouraged like you said we talk about they're going to jump off a bridge because their leg doesn't work mm-hmm. well okay that's stupid because now your whole body ain't going to work, mm-hmm. right? So let's figure this out. Set them down and have that open communication with them. We talked about this in the burnout. Like, you Sometimes you have to kind of pull them in, you know, get them right beside you and be like, hey, look, I've been there, okay, or I'm there right now. Mm-hmm. You, you, as a coach, you could be currently dealing with some stuff and trying to clean them, some things up. Um, look, it's okay. if We're going to get past this right? We're going to heal this, but I want to make sure that we're doing it proper because I think that maybe your motor, motor control function is wrong. Your movement pattern might be off. Mm-hmm. So not only do we got to clean that up and get that healed, we're got to start changing the way you actually squat. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's going to take some more time. Yeah. You know, that's, that's beyond the recovery part. What I need you to do. Okay. Look, understand that we're going to progress your squat, but it may not be to the loads that you wish. Mm-hmm. Okay. But we're doing that because it's we're, we're resetting your system, okay? It's we gotta, a progression. It's, a, it's, it's we're going to progress you. We're resetting your system because we've got to teach you how to squat properly. Again, you know, not push your knees forward first, but make sure we're getting it, but then the knees, right? And then once we do that, we'll continue to up your weight, right? But mm-hmm. I, when we're doing this, I just watched you do some pull-ups the other day, and they were pretty bad, <laughs> just saying, yep. okay? So if we have a strength element, if say we have a squat, and we can't go even to a push press because it's loading the joint too much. Well, let's go. To, let's go to an emom of pull ups. Let's go to some uh, bent over rows. Let's build that lat strength up. Let's mm-hmm. let's go to um, any type of gymnastic work that they can do with the upper body that's going to have zero. I mean zero impact, impact on that injury on area. the injury because yeah. we don't want to we we don't want to risk you prolonging this again because we know it. It's like you get you get the flu and then. You get that one day, you finally feel good, and you're ready to hit it hard. Yep. And you come in, you hit it hard, and you get sick again because yep. you just
0: weren't ready. And I did that this past winter.
1: Yeah. And so that's kind of what you want to look at is you have to be – I don't coddle, believe it or not. I know it's <laughs> people might be shocked, but I also – I understand where they're coming from because I do get frustrated. I do. It does suck for me, but I got to stop being a little bitch about it. Mm-hmm. I mean that's what I tell myself. Like, look, we can get better at this, and I'm going to get better at this. So I got this time to actually progress this. And you know what? I get stronger in a weaker area. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what we want to tell them. Let's get stronger in your weakest area. Mm -hmm. It's an opportunity. It's an opportunity and it does suck. But guess what? It's one movement or five movements out of 3,000. It's not that big of a deal.
0: Yeah. And one thing you also have to remember is that your trainers and your owner are not with you at work. So if you have an occupation like mine, where oddly enough, my injury occurred while on duty, it didn't happen in the gym. Uh, you know. Let your coach and, and trainers know that yeah. because, like I said, I didn't get injured in the gym, so no one saw it. No one knew the mechanism of injury. I just came back from my diploma and said, hey, I got a torn MCL. And I don't know, maybe from an athlete standpoint, it would have been a little bit different for my recovery had I got injured in the gym because I got to get back on that horse, mm-hmm. whereas I got injured at work, and I was just like, oh, well, you know, this sucks. This, you know, I, I kind of got into that negative cycle or, oh, well, I can't do good at work. I can't do good at the yeah. gym. So let me just sit here and eat a gallon of Halo Top. I mean,
1: you already know where I stand with that shit. Like, we're going to, there's going to be one banned word of all the words we use. It's going to be
0: Halo Top. Halo Top.
1: Two words, <laughs> whatever. You know what I mean? So, no, I think the mindset, we have to control it. We have to just, just shut our freaking mind off. We mm-hmm. talked about the mentality, shut your mind off. Just shut up sometimes and just put your head down you're going to progress in other elements, but at the same time you know let 's talk about what if your trainer doesn 't offer this to you mm-hmm. what if your gym doesn 't offer this to you now what it's a good point what do you do
0: yeah who, you, who do you, re, you know, what are your resources right
1: there's a lot of resources online okay I say there's you know uh, Kelly sorett, you have k star yeah Yep. i mean he's o g right yep. and the wad doc I really um, Uh, rely a lot on him. We've actually had him in here, Tim Szymanski, um, really good guy. Um, they put out a lot of free content and then you get squat therapy, squat Mm -hmm. university. There's a lot of things on Instagram you can kind of follow to kind of get this going.
0: Yeah. I don't care who you are. Everybody can use some squat therapy in their life. Yeah,
1: Yeah, for sure. So I think, but if you, if you don't, and I I would rather them do that, I would rather the owner and coaches say, Hey, I don't know Okay, mm-hmm. than to tell you something that's completely wrong, mm-hmm. right? Then your next step is actually going to see a PT, mm-hmm. and don't just see a regular PT. Go to someone that has a sports sport, medicine, sports medicine, athletic uh, background for the uh, physical therapy because there's going to be you're going to be treated totally different. We're not talking about eighty year old, you know, Billy Bob who just who needs a hip replacement needs a hip replacement. Totally different than I want to hurry up. I want this to be fixed. Mm-hmm. I want uh, I, I, as a crossfire. This is this our mentality okay, hey, my shit ain't working. Mm-hmm. I need it to work. I compete in two days, right? <laughs> and they're like, oh, my God, dude, you need yeah. to chill your shit out, right? Yeah. But, or, hey, my something's going on. I really don't want to go to another doctor because they're going to say, hey, don't do CrossFit. You rest for six
0: weeks. Yeah, right, don't, yeah. Do yeah don't do CrossFit. Yeah,
1: don't do CrossFit. It's dangerous. And it's going to kill you. Mm-hmm. And, and it um, costs a lot of money. Yeah, right. And they don't even CrossFit. Yeah. But I'm just saying – Go to someone that has that exercise background, and they're going to get you back on your feet. And not only that, they're going to give you some small physical therapy things to do that now you can take to your trainer and say, hey, here's my list of stuff to do. Mm -hmm. Our strength element today is back squat. Can I go ahead and do my therapy for my hip? Yeah. Hell yeah. Absolutely. That's exactly what we want you to do.
0: And then as trainers, also, we need to remember to stay in our lane. Not all of us have uh, extensive background in you know, exercise physiology, kinesiology, mm-hmm. or anything like that, or or any PT background. I'm fortunate enough to where I have some people that are coaches on my team that do have a background like that, so it's pretty nice. But, you know, if that is not your wheelhouse and that is not your AO and you don't have extensive training in it, mm-hmm. n- don't give advice that you are not qualified to give.
1: Yeah, don't say, oh, I think it's your psoas, or it might be your QL and then they have a herniated disc. Yes. I mean, You know what I mean? You can definitely get some of the same symptoms from both of those, from a herniated disc minus the tingling, um, but a psoas and a QL, you're going to get that nonstop dull low ache in that lower back, mm-hmm. sometimes more on the QL side. But, yeah, you got to you do stay in your lane, and it, as an athlete, never be afraid to seek out a pt honestly mm-hmm. i i truly believe a pt chiropractor they can work hand in hand even though they hate each other it's like uh <laughs> firefighters and cops yep. it's just that internal beef they they hate each other for what they do you know and um but it, it's, they, i think they both work in, they can work in unison as a team as a team they don't know they're a team <laughs> But they'll you, never admit it. They'll never admit it. But yeah. you're. But, using, but
0: someone outside of that circle talk trash about the other, and yeah. they're right there to get their back.
1: Yeah, man. So I, I think seek seek out some stuff, and I think maintain your body, mm-hmm. and, and that's pretty important in my opinion.
0: And just remember to stay positive throughout all this journey. Just remember when you first started CrossFit, it was a process, and when you get an injury and you're trying to recover, it's going to be a process. It's not going to recover as fast as you want it to, but it will happen eventually. If if. You do take the proper precautions. You listen to your trainer. You don't try and overload your bar. You're honest. You have those conversations and let them know how you're feeling and also trying to identify that pain versus discomfort.
1: Yeah, and I guess I'll just, last thing, I'll just piggyback on what Mo did for his person on the Imam. You know, it's okay when, when something isn't working right. We can, trust me, I can guarantee even our best lifters, we can, we can treat that as a technique and, mm-hmm. and go technical on the lighter weight. I mean, your technique is going to be learned from that sixty to seventy five percent. Anyways, mm-hmm. we don't always have to be loaded eighty five no. and plus. And you're going to learn a lot more. And maybe I think that's something we talked to about on the the burnout. We give them something to focus on. Mm-hmm. I think look at that and say, hey, yeah, my second pull, I'm I'm letting my lats go. I'm, I'm not squeezing tight enough on my shoulder blades, and that bar's starting to drift on the way up, which is a very common po- uh, problem with people on the. Going from the top of the knee up to the pocket, I'm gonna really focus on squeezing as tight as I can, and I'm mm-hmm. gonna make sure that I maintain that. And guess what? When you're healed, now you've you'll learnt, still have that. You'll have that, and you you've been practicing it now for maybe two weeks. When you normally maybe wouldn't you wouldn't have, have done it at all. Even, you're more worried about the weight and the position. Yep. Right. So it's like I said, you can definitely benefit from stuff like this, um, even when it feels like the er, everything's against you. Mm-hmm.
0: So don't look at this injury as a as a setback. Look at it as a training opportunity.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: it's. Work on what you suck at, like Brody just said.
1: It's easier said than done. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: But, but if you have the mindset, you can do it. Absolutely. All right. So, for this week's call to action, why don't you share with us some of the injuries and challenges that you've had to work through? Because I'm pretty positive that anyone who reads those has one, either gone through them or two, will go through them eventually.
1: Yeah, and you don't know who you're gonna help when you leave these comments. You know, that's that's reading this stuff.
0: And- Just like we didn't know who we were gonna help when we started this this podcast journey. See we help people. <laughs> we're helping people. All right, so that brings this week's episode to a close. I'm Mo and I'm out. Maybe. Thank you for listening to the One More Rep Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at One More Rep Podcast, or on Twitter at Can I Get One More, or shoot us an email at can I get one more at gmail.com. Oh, welcome. welcome. Oh, Sorry. T- t- <laughs> I didn't know we were recording. Is she making more comments about herself?
1: I told Meg we were doing the one about um, why everybody hates CrossFit. And Jenna says, I thought the one that was posted on Instagram was better. It got two likes, too. <laughs> and Meg says, Your mom got two likes. Oh.
0: <laughs> Burn, Kelso.